You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. Thank you for listening via the Radio.com app, watching the live video stream on the Radio.com Sports YouTube page, and everybody at 1430 in Denver. Also appreciate everyone subscribing to the podcast. Tell a friend. We always do giveaways on Twitter, so make sure you follow us there. We give away cash. That's what the people want at BetQL Daily. At BetQL Daily. Make sure you continue to listen throughout the show because we're going to run a contest on Twitter later on in the day. And we'll be giving away all the teams in the South region if you want to be a part of our ETS Last Man Standing contest here on BetQL Daily. Now we've got the Honda Classic Corvette the week after the Players' Championship. Some consider that the fifth major. And so now it's uh, tough to get as excited as we were just a week ago. We've got the college basketball tournament underway. All the other sports continue. We're getting set for opening day. But uh, I wonder how heavy the golf betting action is going to be this week with all the focus, uh, uh, much of the focus on the madness. And then all of a sudden, a lot of the best players in the world decide uh, that they're going to take a pass on this weekend at the Honda Classic, which means maybe there's opportunity for us to make some money. Yeah, here's where we could probably find some value because I couldn't find any last weekend. I had a rough weekend uh, on the PGA because I was all over Patrick Cantley, which is it's no fun when you do play an outright and it's just over the first three hours, you know, on Thursday. And then you hit the weekend. And you're like, my guy didn't make the cut. So then you jump in at bad prices. I backed Bryson. Uh, that was not the right choice, obviously. The right choice was right in front of me with JT. Now, this week, like you said, you look at the field, a lot of the big name players not playing. So you wonder where, you know, you, you wonder what it's going to look like, especially with college basketball going on, the NCAA tournament, a lot of NBA action. Um, still, though, like I'm looking and I do find some value. Um, I hate to do it, but I'm looking at the favorites. And I think the biggest concern that I have whenever I play this tournament is always going to be the weather. It's going to be when it's going to be windy. We have no idea what it's going to look like, uh, but I'm looking at the top of the leaderboard as far as value. Uh, let's put it this way for some perspective on the drop-off to the Honda Classic. And I'm not saying you shouldn't watch and that you shouldn't bet. I'll have it on one of my monitors as I'm watching college basketball all weekend. But a week ago, Daniel Berger was 40-1. to 1. This week, Daniel Berger's a favorite. Okay? <laughs> I mean, 40-1 to 1 to the favorite in the tournament, and it's not like he was unbelievable. He ended up with a top 10, but he was never in contention to win the players last week. Berger uh, finished fourth last year here at the Honda Classic. So when we look at the history of the tournament, this is something that I like to do when I'm first starting off my handicapping. Are, are we looking at guys that are at the top of the board, or do we waste some time? Do we go for some long shots? And the answer is I don't know. I don't know, man, because M 
Uh, he was 35 to one when he won in 2020. Right. 2019, Keith Mitchell, a bomb at 225 to one. One. And then we had a run of in 2018, JT at 11 to one, Fowler 18. I'm, I'm sorry, JT was 11 to one in 2018. Uh, Fowler 18 to one, Adam Scott 18 to one. And then more bombs Harrington, Henley, Thompson, numbers of 200 to one, 300 to one. Do you have to have course history? Nope. Doesn't matter when right. you look at what's been happening over the last decade. Sanjay played this course once and he finished 51st and then he won it last year. Keith Mitchell played it twice. He had a miscut and he finished outside the top 100. JT before he won, he had a miscut. He finished third and a miscut. So course history doesn't matter. Sometimes guys have no form. Sometimes there's a little form and once in a while there's solid form like JT a few years ago. He had a he had a bunch of top twenties, nine, seventeen, fourteen coming into his win at the Honda Classic. So you're you're kind of looking for a profile here. It's not course history. It's not form. At least that's how it's looked over the last decade. Now sometimes you always want guys that are playing well, that are striking the ball well. Um, but I'm just telling you, recent winners they have not had good form coming into uh, the Honda Classic. Right. So like last weekend. You know, when we were doing our preview, you said that you weren't going to look outside the top of the leaderboard. But in a tournament yeah. like this, where the big names aren't there, is this where you try to find value, maybe with a long shot? Now, because, like you said, like Daniel Berger comes into this tournament, he's the favorite. And I actually like Daniel Berger. Um, I also like Adam Scott. And you look at course history, you say not to take that into account, but 25 to 1 when, you know, these lines first came out, I liked Adam Scott. And I mean, I like him because he's an elite ball striker, but also I was taken into account that he's won this tournament before. So you say, don't even look at that in this one. No, I'm not saying don't look at it. I'm just telling you in the recent winners, it hasn't mattered. Right. So, I mean, th there's no right and wrong when it comes to golf handicapping. You know that. They, right. I, I think it's a good thing if you've played well there before, but I'm just telling you that it's not number one or two on my list. So if I gave out Daniel Berger is my favorite pick, that would be boring, right, with the odds. But, I mean, if you look at it, he's fifth in the field. He's the best golfer in this field. I would. I, I mean, I think – He has the shortest odds in most books, right? Yeah, he's fifth in the field for strokes gained, tee to green over the past two months. He's 11th in Fanshare's uh, course uh, suitability ranking, excellent ball striking. So if anything, like, man, but just the value there, I would go Daniel Berger – Adam Scott, I don't, Shane Lowry is another guy maybe I can make a case for if he's, especially if you could get it around 25 to one, but other okay. than that, man, I just, this is going to be, an, this is a tough one right there. I'm just trying to find some value. Adam Scott. Let, let me, let four. me throw some, let me throw some names at you that do have some value. If you're looking down the board, um, some stats that most people will tell you that really matter on this course. Yeah. And and a lot of the stats, the same stats you hear every single week. Like this matters. Um, a lot of them just, you know, of course everybody looks at strokes gained. I get that. Uh greens and regulation percentage. Uh in this tournament, Neesmith is up there, Furick, Sink, Jeez. Percy. Those are some long numbers. Triple digits for uh Neesmith and Furick. Scrambling. Top scramblers in this tournament, Furick again, 
Furyk again. Top of the board for a couple of the key stats for this weekend. Stallings, Lebiota, Henley. Maybe Henley's worth something. He's up there in scrambling. He's I didn't mention him a moment ago, but he's also up there greens and regulation percentage. He's he's been a heck of a putter throughout much of his career. He's won here in the past. And I know he's not far down the board. 28 to 1. Should we be considering Russ Henley? Uh his win was way back in 2014. And last year he was eighth. How's he playing? It was a miscut last week. 38-30 miscut. Doesn't have incredible form. But it doesn't mean he's not going to show up at Honda Classic. No, yeah, I think you get good value with that pick. Uh, like you said, he's a former winner. He did miss the cut, but he's only missed one cut in his last eight tournaments, Joe. Also, four additional top 25 finishes. He was tied for eighth last year. I think Russell Henley, I think there's some good value right there. Absolutely. And then um, another one, like if you're going down. What do you think about Furyk 125? What's that? What do you think about Furyk at 125? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah, I like that too. I like that. This is man, this is a tough one. It he was he was ninth here two years ago. Have they? So it's going to be windy. We already know that the weather is going to be probably not perfect, a little crappy. But have we actually seen a weather report? Because I've seen it going back and forth a little bit. What do you think about man? If we're really trying to find value, I just brought him up. What do you think about Keegan Bradley right now, fifty to one? I mean, he's the kind of guy that. He will play bad for long stretches, but every yeah. once in a while, you're going to find him in contention. And he's got four PGA Tour victories. He won a <sighs> in 2011 PGA Championship. Uh, but the last one, this is his last win, the FedEx Cup playoff event in 2018, the BMW Championship. Yeah, maybe Keegan Bradley might be a nice value play. He's missed, the cu- he's missed the cut for the last five times here. That's the problem. Like, when he plays bad, he it's is... Bad. He's like a streaky shooter. You know what I mean? Like where he'll have like a bad stretch where he hits 20% of his jumpers. But then when he's on fire, when he catches fire, like you could find him in the top 10. If anything, this might be the type of tournament where I'll take a look into some matchups, especially Saturday, Sunday, and especially when we get a look at what the weather's going to be like. Also top 10, top 25 finishes. I feel like this is the type of tournament where you could find really good value, especially with the top 10, just because there are guys out there like Cameron Davis, who I was really high on last weekend or like Ricky Fowler. Eventually, Ricky is going to have to be in contention on a Sunday, right, and get a top-10 finish or maybe even win one of these. Uh, that's Horvat. I'm Joe Ostrowski. This is the BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network, getting you set for the Honda Classic. You led me right into my next point. You went to the 50-1 the to 1 range, throwing some names out there, Yeah, and you, and you said Fowler. Like I know he is having his issues right now. He's bad right now. He's a previous winner, and he's 50-1. to 1. Do you throw a dart at Ricky Fowler and just hoping the talent shines here in a weak field? I mean, I do. I do. But I find myself, I'm one of those guys that's always rooting for Ricky, though. And especially in a weak field, you know, it would be. My God, has he been bad? I don't know. I know. And, and that's the thing, man. He's been so bad, Joe, that I'd be playing this one with my heart just because I, I want him to be in contention. 
I don't know, 50 to one though. I think I would take a shot there. You may find better value though. If you're going to play 50 to one and if you're looking for a long shot before you play Ricky, I think I would play Matt Wallace and I would even maybe look at Matt Wallace, yeah, yeah. the top 10 finish. You could get a top 10 finish right now with Wallace six to one. You bad know, weather. I, I prefer Wallace. You know, if strong winds, bad conditions, even if there's, if it's wet out there, he likes that. Like he's into that kind of stuff. He's got a top 20 finish and two career starts there. I'd probably look at Matt Wallace, the guy he's 55th in the world right now, but yeah, if you're looking at value 50, Ricky? To, Ricky's playing bad right now. I don't think I can. Uh, yeah. Uh, he was, he finished. Yeah. He hasn't done it. He hasn't popped at all this whole year. He won in 2017. He finished second in 2019. He was uh six in 2016. He's had success here before, but I'm just saying small dart at 50 to one, maybe just because of the golfers in, in his range right now is my argument about uh, my brother and Ricky Wierinski. He's 80 to one. You see him pop from time to time in some really strong fields. Yeah, you do. I like that one. How about, do you, what are your thoughts on Phil right now? Phil is out of the top. one. I, ne- I never bet Phil. No, I don't either, but 90 to one, that's just hilarious. Like he is he it's it's he's a shell of himself, which is hard to watch because I actually like Phil, but it's just crazy. He's not winning. He's not winning. No, absolutely not. Uh give me a matchup guy that you're gonna be you said you're gonna bet some matchups. I usually do the round by round matchups. I don't do a lot of full tournament ones. Yeah, man, a matchup right now. I'm looking more at like top ten finishes. And if anything, I don't really have any matchups right now. I would probably look to maybe fade. Uh, Lee Westwood again this weekend. And then I like Luke, Don- Luke Donald as a top 40 finish, but we could get into that later. But I'd probably look to fade uh, maybe him and Neiman this weekend matchup. Tonight's NBA slate and a little more on some college hoops prop bets that you should be taking a look at. It's Ostrowski and Horvat. This is BetQL Daily. You're locked onto the BetQL Audio Network.